for the month of May, the producer of the month is Dave Craig. Thanks for your support, Dave. Go to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried and support the podcast for the love of all that is holy. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried. I'm here with my co-host Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. See, I got it right. Last I think we should just end, end right the show. now. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's see who'll start this week. Well, your turn. Okay. And I know that a comedy is not... Uh, no, uh, it's, no, it's not a You're comedy. a serious man. Yes. It's, it's like picking movies with Cesar Chavez. <laughs> in, in fact... Apply to the migrant workers. In, in fact, going serious, I, it, this one even has to do with Nazis. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Go all the way. And this was a movie. It got mixed reviews when it came out. But I've seen it a few times. Whenever it pops up on TV, I have to watch it. And that's Boys from Brazil. Mm-hmm. And this movie, it <clears throat> it's funny because the movie should have been absolutely terrible when you uh, listen to the premise. Yes. Uh, and the, <laughs> and the pre- casting of the, oh, ma- yes. the main part. The, the premise of the movie was that a group of Nazis want to clone Hitler. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of harks back to that science fiction. They saved, saved Hitler's, Hitler's brain. brain. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. So it, or, right out of the box, it sounds like a B movie. Yeah, it, it sounds like it'll be laughably bad. Mm-hmm. And yet it, it turns out great. I mean, the cast is, is, is amazing. I mean, Gregory Peck, mm-hmm. Lawrence Olivier, James Mason, right. and Uta Hagen. Uta Hagen. Yes. Oh, and, and Anne Mira from Stiller and That's Mira. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and my old uh, Bad Medicine co-star, Steve Gutenberg. It's Steve Gutenberg and the boys from Brazil. Wow. I, I, yeah, I thought you were going to say Steve Gutenberg alive. No, I know yeah, Steve. Yeah, I know yeah, Steve. Yeah. You should get him on the show. Actually, yes. talk about your your working with him. And Gregory Peck. It's uh, part of the fun of watching the movie for me. Is Peck was always the hero. Mm-hmm. He was always a holy figure in all of his movies. Sure. Like. Uh, to kill a mockingbird. And Gentleman's agreement. Gen- yes, right. he he was always like this, uh, just always good, a good person. And now he plays real-life Nazi, her, uh, J- Joseph Mengele. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peck seems like he's having the time of his life. Chewing the scenery. Oh, oh. He yeah. he plays it like an old time movie villain, <laughs> like he's like someone cast Lionel Atwill. Oh yes, <laughs> Joseph yes. Mengele. It, it's like he's Ming the Merciless <laughs> in this, and he's having so much. You could see he's having so much fun playing someone evil, and uh, Lawrence Olivier 
plays uh, what is basically supposed to be real-life Nazi hunter Simon Wiesenthal. Mm-hmm. And um, so they they kept Mengele's name, and they changed it. Simon Wiesenthal's... Well, Simon Wiesenthal gets changed to Ezra Lieberman. And Gregory Peck said in an interview, he said, we changed... Simon Wiesenthal's name because we were afraid he'd sue. We kept Mengele's name because we were hoping he'd sue. <laughs> I love that. And it, yes, yeah, so Simon Wiesenthal and Mengele supposedly were still alive. Ah, uh, yes, at the time. Yeah, he was living in right, uh, living out a long life in South America. Right, right, yeah. right. I'd, and, I'd be interested to see uh, uh, your impression of Gregory Peck having a conversation with James Mason because the impressions are similar. Oh well, they're both in this, and they're together. both in the film. Because um, in 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 the movie, he says, "Doctor Mengele, your plan has been cancelled." And he goes, "Cancelled? I am not cancelled. You are cancelled." <laughs> Great, See? and, and I, I remember uh, Peck says in the movie to this little boy, and I don't know, it's just the way he says it. He goes with a, an evil smile on his face. He goes, "Hello, Bobby." <laughs> I, I remember that. <laughs> and and there's a great scene where Lawrence Olivier is talking to this uh, this woman played by Uta Hagen who was a Nazi uh, camp guard, and he's trying to find out information. And she's, like, putting him down the whole time and Mm -hmm. making insults. And, you know, she says, you know, if you're looking for some long-lost Jewish relative, you won't find him here. And then they're talking, and finally... Uh, Olivier, she's not giving him any information, and Olivier goes, I may live here empty-handed, but you are going nowhere. I remember that very well. <laughs> we should do this on stage, where you yes, do every part. Sure, I, do. <laughs> I act out. You do The Boys from Brazil, starring Gilbert Gottfried. And I think it may have been Casino, but I know uh, Martin Scorsese has a TV on in one of his movies, mm. and it's a scene from Boys from Brazil. Fascinating. He also in, we'll have to check. He also that. had a scene from Problem Child. Did he? Yes. In what movie? Yes, that was in the one uh, uh, Cape Fear. Oh, in Cape Fear. Yeah, when he's, they're, they're, they're watching Problem the Child. They're watching Problem. <laughs> <laughs> So they said for the purposes of that scene, pick a scene because De Niro's laughing out of yeah. place. Give us a really unfunny comedy that we can slap up on the screen because he'll be the only one in the theater laughing. Boys from Brazil. Yes. And, and of course, Olivier would, uh, had played a Nazi himself earlier in, in, in Marathon, Marathon Man. Man. Yeah. And, and, oh, and, a character and, also maybe loosely based on Mengele. Yes. Yeah, because he was and, a dentist this time. And, and o- Olivier also says in the movie, when he finds out that being, Hitler's being cloned, he goes, Who would believe such a preposterous story? 
story. <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah. Uh, so, boys from Brazil. And and that was, oh, I, I, Ira Levin. Ira Levin, who wrote yeah, you yes. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. 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 Once again, <laughs> you've gone from... <laughs> You've gone from a film la- in the la- last week about uh, deform people with deformities, yes. cir- cir- circus freaks, to a uh, to a Nazi hunter yes. picture. The, the, the very deeply troubled and very serious Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Still, waters run deep. As usual, I will pick a comedy yeah. and and throw this uh, a, a very black comedy uh, and a movie I know you've seen and know, uh, directed by Carl Reiner, called Where's Papa? Oh yes. Which is uh, the blackest of black comedies about a lawyer played by the great George Siegel, who was making a lot of funny movies in those days. And he was also in a movie I picked, uh, Bye Bye Braverman. That's right. Yes. That's right. Which I, and I neglected to mention when you brought up Bye Bye Braverman that it was written by one of my comedy mentors, Herb Sargent. So I want to set the record straight on that. The great Herb Sargent. Uh, Where's Papa? Was a was a, a favorite of my dad's. This is a, a, another reason that I'm picking it this week. Um, uh, just uh, just I don't know. I don't know if you could see a darker comedy. Yeah. If there if there are any darker know, comedies Ron, out there. Ron Liebman. Ron Liebman's the brother. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me just set the 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 the, the storyline. Uh, George Siegel's a, a lawyer uh, who's got a mother that's 87 years old, played by uh, the great Ruth Gordon. Yes. And she is uh, an albatross around his neck and ruining his life. And he can't date. He can't fall in love. And he can't find out. He can't even bring a woman home. And uh, the movie opens with him putting on a gorilla suit to try to jump on her bed and give her a heart attack, (laughs) a fatal heart attack. (laughs) And that's the tone of the rest of the film. Ron Liebman, who you bring up, is just wonderful as his brother. Uh, who puts on the gorilla suit and and runs through Central Park? Do you remember the scene? Oh yes. He's he's basically he's uh, he's he's trying to make his way home through Central Park from from uh, George Siegel's apartment, and he's accosted by a bunch of muggers who strip yeah. his clothes off yeah. and make him run naked, and he has to run back to George Siegel's house, and he has no clothes, and then you see him in the gorilla <laughs> oh, yes. suit trying to hail a cab. <laughs> Uh, there are small parts by uh, Rob Reiner, turns up in the end. The great character actor we talked about, Vincent Gardenia. Oh, yes. Has a wonderful scene. And Barnard Hughes. Do you remember that oh, actor? Oh, my God. Who's yeah. absolutely wonderful. I, I don't know how many times Barnard Hughes has been an Irish priest. Uh, in, well, and probably yeah. most famously on All in the Family. Yes. As the Reverend Fletcher or Felcher. <laughs> uh, a very funny movie, very black, very politically incorrect as I say, directed by Carl Reiner and written by a writer named Robert Klain, who, K-L-A-N-E, who uh, became famous, not really for this film, but uh, more famous and more successful, financially successful anyway, for writing Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, see Where's Papa. Garrett Morris turns up in a small part uh, as one of the muggers. Trish Vandeveer, George C. Scott's oh, yes. ex-wife, is the nurse that that George Siegel hires to take care of his mother and winds up falling in love with. Um, Paul Servino turns up. And there's an alternate ending. There was an ending that the film was originally released with that was too dark for audiences of the time, and they changed the ending, and I won't give it away. Oh. But if you go online and you look it up, you won't believe the original ending. It was It was actually changed, I think, either by Reiner or by the studio because it was just too strong. So... Uh, see where's Papa 
and and you'll laugh. And it, you, but see it if you have a very, very, very dark sense of humor. Yeah. Or so, see the boys from Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> so the two movies are Boys from Brazil and Where's Papa? Right. And you will never recommend a comedy, will you? No. We're eight. What are we? Eight weeks into yeah. this? Yeah. I'm gonna see as far as I can go. <laughs> If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and 3 comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.